0: Welcome back to These Amazing Places, show 267, for the week of March 31st, 2014. We're almost April, everybody, so hang in there. On this week's show, I've got uh, Adam, Cameron, and myself talking about Disneyland's Space Mountain. And before you think, oh, they're exactly the same... If you don't know, they are not. So there are many differences in them. You're going to hear Cameron give us those descriptions. And then we're going to do a ride-through. So enjoy this, and I'll be back after the audio. And welcome back once again. On today's show, we have Adam and Cameron. Say hey, guys. Hey.
1: Hey, guys.
0: Okay, Sorry, on this...
1: Channeling. I was channeling Roy there, my bad.
0: Oh, were you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Roy couldn't make it with us uh, uh, tonight, and uh, but I'm sure he'll be back. He'll be back soon. So, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about Space Mountain uh, in Disneyland, I should, I guess... Make sure that I put that disclaimer in there. So, uh, all right, we're going to do as we do in every show. We're going to start out giving you general information. We'll have a discussion about it. We'll play some ride audio. So, everybody ready? Yep. Yep. All right, let's start off with uh, height requirement. Is 40 inches or taller? To me, that seems seems fairly small, but uh, I know that my daughter was young and had no problems going on Space Mountain, so... Once again, it comes down to the child. It does have Disney Fast Pass service and uh, has rider switch and transfer from uh, wheelchair or ECV to ride vehicles and hearing disability service. Once again, uh, I, I know in Florida how it is to get down into these cars. And so it can be done with somebody who, who maybe has uh, okay mobility in their upper body, enough strength there to climb down out of the chair and then with some help to get themselves down into the vehicle. It can definitely be done, so it does; it will come down to that. Uh, you're not really climbing across, but a little bit almost kind of down into the thing, so... Anyway, just keep that in mind. Uh, there is a difference, though, between the cars in Walt Disney World and the cars in Disneyland, correct, Cameron?
1: Yes, that is correct. These are side-by-side and Disney World are single file.
0: And so how much leg room do you have in the side-by-side?
1: Um, yeah, you have a little bit more, but it's still pretty tight.
0: So for Adam, I'd this say Adam, probably...
1: Adam might have a little problem. Yeah, this is That's be... what
2: I was gonna ask. Yeah, this would be painful. <laughs> so, it described I, the I think lap... it's
1: better than Disney World, though, for you, honestly.
2: Describe how did to... Is there a lap bar that both of you share, or what's... How does that no, work? No, it's a
1: lap bar for each of you. Okay. So it's like, it's kind of one that goes around your own legs, you know, kind of like a roller coaster does.
2: Okay. All right. I guess I can try to picture how it. Yeah. See, fits, I don't know. Cause... That might
1: be uncomfortable for you still. You know what I mean?
0: Once again, there's yeah. a Disneyland Daily video out there that shows the cars and it shows the loading zone. So go out and okay. check that out, and you can see how this all looks.
2: Right. I guess yes. for me, for me, if it's an issue, and for tall people out there, I don't know if anybody's. I forget the percentage of populations that is tall as me, but um. Sometimes I have to slump down to make sure that the bar is, like, right at my waist, but then my legs is where all my weight is, or all my height is. So, obviously, if your legs are crammed, you're kind of stuck in the car, and you can't slump down as much to get the lap bar where it needs to go, you know? So, you know, just something to consider, so...
0: Okay, so, I think that because of the way the cars are built out there, they have the ability to have uh, onboard audio, and in Magic Kingdom, you don't have that. Most of the audio is coming at you from speakers. And if you listen to the audio that we're going to play here, and you listen to the audio that uh, Adam and I made, other than the two screaming children, which were Adam and I, in the car, um, <laughs> you'll hear the audio come at you through speakers, uh, and then it'll go away, and then you'll come up on the next set of speakers.
1: You know what? I didn't know that. So they're not in the vehicle, huh? Nope, that they're where? not. Huh.
0: Nope, and you, you'll be able to tell if you go back and listen, you can hear it. And it sounds cool. They really had it set up to where it does sound kind of neat how it, how it how you kind of enter the audio space and then how you, how you leave it and then you come up on the next space. So, yeah.
2: In fact, I don't know if you realize this, and I don't know that much about it, but I'm pretty sure that the way that the Space Mountain and Disney World cars, those are designed, it's pretty much just like the Matterhorn. Yeah. Like... that that style and but I don't know if you know obviously the Matterhorn was I think it's the first roller coaster with tube tube rails yeah tube steel rails is that correct yeah I think
0: so 1955 yeah
2: and because of that Space Mountain Walt Disney World exactly the same it really has no electronics in the car there's no lights there's no nothing there's a there's a light that like glows from it's just a glow light it's nothing electric and because of that, there's no power, there's no audio, there's no speakers, there's nothing. You know, it's just a dummy thing carrying you with gravity. So I think that's a big difference that Disneyland, yeah, I'd be interested in. I'd be interested in the cars in Disneyland to see the behind the scenes of how the car is. Obviously, s- speakers got sound on them. So there's some power coming from something, maybe on the track or something.
0: That so. is interesting. I mean, they'd almost have to broadcast it wirelessly to the car, wouldn't they? Well, if
2: it's anything like. Uh, you know, maybe like test track where it's transmitted through one piece of the wire within the track, then you're good to go the whole track. You know, I don't know. So,
0: I've never thought about that before. How did they get it there?
2: But yeah. something's got to power the speakers. I mean, you got to have power to it. It's, I mean, they're not, there's no batteries on these things. That'd be forever wasting batteries, you know? Yeah. So,
1: yeah, because they're constantly running, you know? You can't stop yeah, that thing.
0: Yeah. Huh. Okay, so let's go into a little bit of the differences in uh, Q here. Uh, well,
1: I, let me let me start talking about this one. Do you go you go downstairs when you go to that one, right? This one you go upstairs.
2: You go like up floor.
0: I'm trying to think. No, I don't. Honestly, it's straight in, and but I guess there's I, a little down.
2: I line guess it is.
0: Could... Yeah, it's a downward grade, though. Correct. You're not going down steps. Yes, I think so. Right. Yeah, I do remember that.
2: And then. I'm trying to think. On your way out of Walt Disney World, you actually you're are coming going up. up.
0: Yeah. Big yeah. time. The, so
2: uh, con- the escalator thing, right? Yeah, it's or like the- a belt.
0: Yes. Same thing like you would ride going up into the uh, uh, the people mover.
1: Yes. And there's
0: Man displays Pirates. on your right hand side. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> displays in the wall on your right hand side as you're going up.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. This so-
1: one, you just you kind of go through this hallway. And then you see the entrance and you go up. There you go up this giant ramp and you go up you go up a whole floor and the queue is kind of this upper outside upper floor thing.
0: And, and you'll yeah, see it's that. almost like a balcony that runs around the top area, correct?
1: Yes. Yes. Correct. So okay. you know how like Disney World when you kind of you're kind of at ground level, right, when you go on it? Yeah. But I think I don't know if that's because of the utilidors, you know what I mean? Cuz you're on the second floor, right?
0: Right. So
1: that, I don't know, it might just be the same because of that, if you think about it.
0: Yours, though, I just noticed in the queue, especially when you're into the ride loading area, it's themed amazingly.
1: Yeah, I you're mean, up above the track. You're not, you know how the other one, you're kind of alongside it. You're, you're at the level of the track, basically. Well, there are this large, one,
0: like, looks like rocket engines or something.
1: Yeah, there's a big, giant, like, kind of space station thing refueling in the middle of the... When you get to the right area, it's it's really neat. I've always thought it was cool. And the
0: colors the colors, the lights and everything in that area, I thought were when I first saw that video, uh, when I was putting it together there for the Disney Disneyland daily, I was blown away. I I don't know, it just seemed uh, I don't know, so much more stylish than what you get at the Well you uh,
1: gotta think gym. about it, the one in Florida was built first, am I
0: correct? Yeah, yeah it right. was.
1: Yeah, so maybe I mean they had a whole different structure to go through here and they I don't know if they tweaked things and this is the second Space Mountain, not not the first one. Right. So I and
0: wonder they actually, if they I'm pretty sure they, you know, they they did a full refurb on yours where they dug the floor out and made changes in it several years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: And that's never and, been and our
1: Space Mountain has been different colors and everything. It just turned back to white like a few like I don't know, maybe a while ago, but I really? remember it was the Jules Verne kind of rusty metal-looking thing. Yeah, because weren't
0: they going to do like a Discovery Island or Discovery Land or something like that? Yeah, they were going
1: to do... That was back when they were... You know, the Rocket Rods were out and everything in Tomorrowland. And
0: when they did our refurb,
1: I think, what was it? I don't know. I don't know what year it was. It was before Indiana Jones, I think.
0: Yeah, probably in the 80s. Yeah. I think that that's when... Remember it
1: used to be white? It used to be all white and silvery. And then they kind of tried to make our Tomorrowland-like... Kind of like probably the one in Florida, so they they did Space Mountain that they didn't well they didn't change your Space Mountain color, huh? They changed ours, I remember.
0: No, the one yeah the one in the Florida has always looked the same. Yeah, so they,
1: they I think probably due to much protest, and they changed it back.
0: That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, so the queue is
1: actually really different. We don't have you, know, you guys have the games over there. We ours is still kind of just yeah I don't know. It's just kind of a steel tube, and it leads out to that kind of rotunda area where the ride is
0: visually though you have a lot more to see
1: yeah no i agree and so, especially in that area the rotunda areas you guys have a i don't know i i like the video game there and you guys that's kind of cool i thought that was really entertaining yeah
0: it reminds me kind of of a smaller version of the one that you see in soren
1: yeah see we don't have one in soren either you guys have a fun cues.
0: well because i think that because you're maybe the lines are longer the weights are longer i don't know
1: yeah i don't i don't know um usually and let me go into the line this one just so this line is, can be this line can actually vary you can't really predict it but usually this one the fast pass is probably as good as indiana jones where if it's an hour wait and then you get a fast pass it's usually an hour later so this one's pretty good at that
0: so would you be smart maybe to come in, grab a Fast Pass for Indiana Jones, maybe go on it and then turn around and go straight to um, Space Mountain? Yeah, because probably by
1: that, well, you know what? Now here they're enforcing the hour rule on Fast Passes too. Because I know they used to be lenient on that. It just depends on what time your Fast Pass is and when you can get another one.
0: Yeah, I think that. But was... I
1: would more likely get the Fast Pass in Space Mountain because that line is kind of—it's kind of boring, honestly.
0: Oh, so you would get the Fast Pass in Space Mountain first and then go to Indy?
1: Yeah. Well, no. I would go on indie. Okay. Most, and then go to Space Mountain and get a fast pass because there's, it's you. most likely it'll have a fast pass all day. Because I remember I went in, I think last week, and I got there late. I think I got there at like 3:30, and they still had fast passes till 5:30 and stuff. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's that kind of stuff.
1: I think they tweeted a picture or something because I was surprised they were still available.
0: Oh, well, that stuff was that actually. Unheard. That's
1: actually when I got this audio. It was during the day.
0: Just We'll talk guys- more about the audio. People are gonna love the audio because it sounds like you're. <laughs> it sounds like you're actually sitting in a room recording the speaker. You can't really even well, hear and, the car. And this
1: and, has music the entire trip. And yeah. uh, I think it's always had music. I think we had music before, but it was more surfy, kind of like you know the song from Pulp Fiction. I don't know. What's it called? Um, we... The one with the guitar goes, Dah. it's, um,
0: not uh... I don't know,
1: anyways, it sounded kind of like that, and I don't know, a lot of people complain it kind of sounded like a surf music yes. space. Yes, I know, I know what think. you're talking and about, yeah.
0: That... yeah. um, I think that's
1: when you were there, right, Doug? Cause yes. That was a while ago when they started doing that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah, because everything. So
1: now the... they replaced it with, um, who's the, the guy who does The Incredibles, I forget his name.
2: Oh yeah, Michael Michael Giacchino, Giacchino yeah. yeah,
1: Michael Giacchino. He does it, and when you listen to it, you can totally tell. It sounds like an incredible smoothie or something. It sounds awesome.
2: Okay. Um. Um uh, So I, before it, I wanted to sort of jumped across, but so, uh, I should have brought this up as my questions on the last attractions and the last shows. But if you had to pick, you know, your top four, four three attractions in. In the park, would Space Mountain be one of those that you? It's a must-see, and you got to get yeah. to it, or the line's long.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay, and Indiana this one Jones has, this one would have be a
1: fast pass. What was that? I'm Sorry.
2: And Indiana Jones would be one of those too, right?
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: Okay.
0: Cool.
1: I mean, luckily, you don't have to, you know, kill yourself to get a fast pass for any of these rides here. I mean.
0: So we're yeah. not talking getting that rope drop just to be able to... No,
1: but, you know, just you know, use common sense. Don't get one at the end of the day and realize in the afternoons. I mean, especially Space Mountain, it can get to, like, 80 minutes sometimes. So, wow. and honestly, I can't tell when this ride gets crowded sometimes or not. Because one time I was like, oh, let's go on it, like, right at midnight. Because one time I tried to get on it and it was still 70 minutes.
0: So like, the ride is hidden really well. I mean, the line, I should say hidden.
1: Yeah, absolutely yes. The line is hidden really well because it's up above on that kind of platform on that second floor, so you can't see how long it is.
0: Huh.
1: Yeah, wow. not from the ground at all. Yeah.
0: Okay. How much? Go ahead.
2: Sorry, how much of the queue is outside? Is it most of it?
1: Yes, actually. It most is? of it is outside. Yeah, it's like Indiana Jones to where they uh they kind of let you outside and then they let groups of people in. So they kind of let a group of thirty in and then maybe a bunch of fast pests go in, and then they stop it for probably I don't know, a minute or two and then they let it go in again.
0: And so if you were saying if it's a seventy minute ride, how much of that time are you gonna be outside? I mean yeah, so seventy minute most line. The
1: time, yeah.
0: You're you're most of the time outside waiting?
1: Yeah, kinda I think.
0: Wow, okay. So you wanna yeah. make sure you have water or something with you.
1: Yeah, have water. There's some shade up there, but I wouldn't I would not recommend going on this ride like in the middle of the day at all. I mean
0: just <laughs> and once again too, this breaks down quite often doesn't it
1: uh yeah you're right yeah there's been yeah actually last couple times i heard it went down a couple times i, I was a little worried last time getting this recording because i I'd heard it was down earlier but luckily when i went over there for my fast pass it was not down so yeah it's prone to break down a little bit wow well
2: there's your answer in regard to how much technology is involved because obviously space mountain disney world never breaks down because it's just gravity taking you you know Oh, that's
1: interesting, actually. I didn't even know that. So it never breaks down. It's funny. Well,
0: I think, as far as the speed, the speed of the ride is only 28 miles per hour, I think, on both attractions. Top speed. Did you know that, Cameron?
1: Uh, No, actually. It's it's those turns you're banking. They bank them pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think because the ride obviously has to be tight to fit in the building. So you can't spread the... Well, it's the same thing if you look in the Matterhorn. Uh, you get turns and hills that are tight put together because of the diameter of the actual ride, the amount of space they had to put it in, and so that one man, I was watching the video, and that can be just painful to, to see. Oh, yeah. you come down a hill, and right at the bottom of the hill, you're into a turn, which slams you against the side of the car. So, um,
1: that's why they have those arms on the side, like the whole the handlebars, kind of like shaped the way you're laying down. Yeah, so you get that grip, and you just hold on.
0: Yeah, mm. that'd be another painful attraction for Adam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Actually, the, the bobsleds have new cars. They're a lot more legroom now. I think he would like it, kind of. Well,
0: uh, but are they still uh, pretty? Uh, does it still slam you around pretty good? Oh yeah. I've heard. Puns- <laughs> I mean, they
1: They it feels like they greased it up better. Like it goes faster. It's not as jerky, but it's still jerky. Because I think, like you said, it's really tight. Yeah. Well, you're gonna get. It. It's like a mouse coaster. You know, like kind of Goofy Sky School or the. It's like that kind of tightness. So, you yeah. know how you go around those curves and you really feel them? This one's like a giant curve the whole
0: ride. And that's definitely how you feel in Space Mountain. The only difference is it's dark. You can't see what's yeah, coming Yeah, this out. one's
1: not as tight, I don't think. This one has different... It's not as jerky. I remember it being really smooth last time I went on it. I think the refurbs and stuff have uh, really helped it out a bit.
2: So, question about that: Is there Are there two different uh, tracks for the one in Disneyland?
1: No. One track. Wow
2: there yeah. it is there's your yep. answer that's a
1: good point yep so that's because, yeah
0: so load yeah, and time is what? sped you know what Matterhorn
1: has two tracks too Adam
0: yeah it does uh, right and the left you're right
1: yeah interesting
0: that's, that's so, true so
2: obviously the space is limited because your two tracks are intertwining and you don't have what you do but yeah. in Disneyland Space Mountain it's fine because you know whatever So.
0: and so it's just as dark on your Space Mountain
2: yes just as dark
0: that's the thing, I think, that, honestly, between the light tunnel that makes you feel like you're about to be launched like you're on the rock and roller coaster, uh, yeah. and then going straight into darkness with the music raging past you, it really tricks the mind into thinking you are going much faster. And, and that, you know
1: what? I was really disoriented last time I went on it. I was like, wow. You know what I mean? It's It really disorients you. Oh, yeah. It, it, not a bad way. Kind of like in a good way. You know what I mean? It takes you, like, really into the experience.
0: Yeah, this is one where you really just have to make some noise and have some fun, which that's why when people hear this audio once again, Cameron manages somehow to get the recorder next to the speaker and hold it there with almost no movement. And I'm thinking, what, does he turn himself into concrete as soon as he sits down? <laughs> so It's
1: yeah. very difficult, guys. I mean, I mean, listeners, you'll hear it. It sounds really good because... It's hard because that mic does... Even though the mic doesn't work, it still picks up sound. Yeah. So I kind of had to use my hand to cover the wind resistance because if you heard on the last show, you heard the wind on radio Springs Racers. This one, you don't hear any wind.
0: No. Well, so you're not of, outside, but poof. Yeah, man. that's the point. Yeah. But still, I mean, you didn't make a sound, and you held that thing at the same range away from the speaker the whole time, which... Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I had video of just you trying to pull that one off.
1: I'm glad you don't. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's why I ask you, did you like, was it, I think it was a radiator spring. I ask you, did you crawl down into the car or something? Like down in and hold the thing, lay down in it next to the speaker or something. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. Well, intensity wise, uh, I think this thing is probably a lot like the Florida one. And the intensity is because of the anticipation in the dark of wondering what's yeah. coming at you and next. this
1: was like, when you're a kid growing up in California, this is the biggest deal. You know, when you're kind of like, oh, it's time to go on Space Mountain, you know what I mean? It's like a rite of passage at Disneyland, because you've been on the little rides, you've been on, you know, you grew up, you know, you get to go on Space Mountain now, you know, you graduated from Star Tours, so it's like, oh, this is an actual kind of roller coaster. So this was like always like the biggest deal when I was a kid and I kind of built it up and when I went on it, it was just great.
0: And let's face it, it's an iconic structure. Yeah, I mean, when you see that thing from the outside, I mean, you see it, if you guys watch Meet the Robinsons, have you watched yeah. that movie? Okay. Um, you see it in that, as he's flying through that area, and sure enough, you see the structure. There's only one, you know, I mean, there's many space mountains, but there's only one structure that looks that way. When you see Is it in it... the parks, I mean, there's just no doubt. I mean, you've you got to go on it.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, because it, if, if you think of, like... Um... Uh, looking back and like away from something like you're say you're in a hotel in california and looking out at disneyland and you like look for to see something in disneyland you know matterhorn space mountain are like the top two things that stick out and obviously disney world you can see the castle but space mountain's still sticking out in that one you know so i don't know. just sort yeah, of you like can that
1: see both of those yeah i mean you can see both those from the freeway too it's kind
2: of cool oh yeah that's pretty cool yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. See, I never think about that. But, yeah, You guys have all that right there. The city is right outside the walls of Disneyland. Yeah. Okay, are we ready for audio? You guys have any other stuff you want to go through? Um,
2: I don't really have anything. I was actually looking up some stuff on Wikipedia. Some interesting things are on here. I mean, it's past history of stuff, but it, it is interesting to note that the refurb in 2005 really was something of significance so i think this attraction was at one point you know antiquated and had issues but now today's attraction is so much better and um
0: that's the one the refurb where they dug the floor out it was really to yeah
2: make... and when they changed the music probably
0: okay yeah. Well, because I know, like everybody said, it was probably like you were describing with the Matterhorn. It was very rough, very, very rough before they they did the refurb in 2005. Even though I, I mean, I wrote it in '95 and I wrote it in '83, '84, and I don't remember it being. I didn't remember it being that bad, but of course I was a lot younger. So, but did you think it was rough as a kid, Cameron, going on it?
1: Uh, no, I don't remember it being rough. I just remember being terrified of it until I went on it, you
2: know?
0: Yeah. Well, and then it's the same thing every time, because it's still dark. I don't know why, but your brain always thinks, even though you've been on this thing 20 times, your brain always thinks, for some reason, it's dark, they're going to change something up on me.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's
0: how it always came across to me. Psychologically, yeah, I was... uh, Even when Adam and I went on it, part of me was thinking, Oh, this is crazy, what are you doing? Because I hadn't been (laughs) on it in quite some time. yeah. So, yeah, off you go.
2: It's funny you say that, because if you talk to anyone who doesn't know hardly anything about Disney or Disney World or Disneyland, they they don't know that, but then they know about Space Mountain and (laughs) they know that Space Mountain is dark. So, you know, it's sort of like it's made its trip around everyone's mind in terms of the world of theme parks and everything that Space Mountain is the attraction to go hit. And it's almost like a psychological, it's dark, and you never know what to expect. And uh, that's what's cool about it, so.
0: Well, see, here's the thing I liked about Space Mountain. It was a roller coaster, and it was a thrill ride without just being screamingly fast. You didn't have to take me to 80 miles, you know, to 100 miles per hour on it, and take me through inversions and everything else to make it a thrilling ride. Uh, yeah. I remember being a kid and sitting in that tube in the car and then starting to move up through there and there's lights speeding up past you and thinking, this is amazing. At the same time being freaked out, but still just thinking, this is amazing. Yeah, good stuff. All right, we ready for ride audio? Sure.
1: Um, what do we have? Do we, have a, we have Q in here a little bit too, right? I think that
0: there is, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, the, what I want to say about the queue is I love the sounds in the queue. The I don't queue, think the yes. sounds are in the one in Florida. They but, are
0: not. You're right.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. There's there's kind of like these haunting sounds, and it, it reminds me a little bit of I don't know. It's just like
0: these like it's space very sounds. It's very spacey on like a sci-fi show. Yep, very spacey sounding.
1: Yeah, it, and I always I always I don't know I always dug kind of that they did that. So you'll, you guys will hear it
0: right, and they still have a lot of the radio chatter, the talk yes and, or, yeah announcing that was always
1: really cool yeah, and it's, but, yeah i think it's the same thing the same kind of sounds it's made since it's open because i remember hearing those when i was younger
0: yeah well they're they're classic i mean they're yeah. amazing if you hear them they're still clean sounding so everybody will get a chance to hear them here in just a second so uh listen to this audio be amazed by how close was able will stay close to the speaker and just remember that he's screaming along on a roller coaster as this is being done. So uh-huh. enjoy. Space Shuttle, for your safety, remain seated with your hands, arms,
1: feet and legs inside the rocket. And watch your children. You are clear for launch. SS-77, this is Mission Control. We are initiating power transfer in three, two, one. Gentlemen, that was space mountain and disneyland pretty neat with the music sound and everything it doesn't just sound like a track
2: but there you go
0: okay hope everybody enjoyed that audio uh great work cameron and uh everybody you have to of course go check this out if you haven't it's a whole different experience than being in Walt Disney World. So uh, another reason to go check out uh, Disneyland in California.
2: I got to give big props to, uh, you know, we're, this is an audio show and you're listening to the audio of the attraction, but the soundtrack and the fact that, you know, we talked about who it was, Michael Giacchino, that guy, uh, he, I don't know if anyone knows this. In fact, Cameron, you may not know. I know Doug, you know, he has done soundtracks for Up, the Incredibles, he's done soundtracks for the new Star Trek movie with J.J. Abrams. In fact, him and J.J. Abrams do a lot of stuff together. He was on Lost, he did the Lost soundtrack.
0: He's done gaming he just, soundtracks.
2: His his resume is just incredible, and yeah. he he fits right along with this attraction, and obviously you just heard his attraction. Well, you
0: know what's and, amazing, and, yeah. too, because he can so. do very like complicated music, very layered music, but he can also do the simplest... just. Hitting on a keyboard like he did in Lost, or he did in up, yep. and it just elicits an emotion from you that's amazing. And yeah, I mean, it can be, yeah, it can, he can do it with one instrument, or he can do it with 300 in a room.
2: Yep. Yeah, I remember there's tons of those videos out there. If you have any of those movies or anything, I'm a huge Lost fan, and he talks on Lost about the fact that he wanted to limit himself with instruments just to do it to make it. Even more interesting, and on that soundtrack, I think he had a harp, a couple of trumpets, trombones, string section, and that's it, basically. That's crazy. So, stuff like that. Obviously, he has done the full blockbuster movies with Star Trek, which is huge symphonies and all this stuff. But, you know, obviously, you hear the techno-ish. That's not techno, but, you know, that spacey... Stuff. Well, it is, life, yeah, you know? and this
0: it is that spacey sound, yeah, and that's so. the, that's the cool thing about this guy, anyway. Um that you can start to hear patterns in his music, uh, like you would hear with Danny Elfman. A lot of times, you can, a lot of people can yeah. pick out a Danny Elfman tune. Doesn't matter what movie it's in, where you hear it, you can tell it's Elfman. A lot of times with Gia, Giacchino, you you can't, uh, right? Like, obviously, you know, you can when he's doing limited stuff. But then when you hear his layered and more uh, busy music, you can't always tell it's him. Uh, yeah. There is, though, man. Yeah, there is an, a type of emotion that he elicits. I, the first time I ever heard the guy was years ago on a, uh, uh, a game, like something, a war game, World War II war game. And he blew me away with just the music that he made for that. And that was, that was several years ago. This was before he had done Lost or Up or anything. So, yeah, great music. Uh, Just another reason he had to go and check out this attraction. Cool. Good stuff. Okay, guys. Well, we will wrap it up for another week. And uh, we'll see what we're back with again next week. In case you haven't, get out there and check out uh, the Disneyland Daily. Uh, It's going to be running for the entire month of March. And what it is, is a short video coming from uh, Disneyland. Uh, Many times it's recorded, maybe the day or so before you've even seen it. And uh, Cameron's out there doing uh, laborious work running through the parks, getting audio and video constantly, it seems like. So anyway, get out there, check it out, subscribe to us, and uh, drop us a line and let us know what you think. We'd really appreciate it. You can do that at podcastattheseamazingplaces.com. All right. We're going to wrap things up for another week. So we'll see you uh, and talk to you all again next week. Bye. See ya.
2: Bye, everyone. I like to travel. I like to drive. This podcast has been brought to you by the fun folks at theseamazingplaces.com. Thanks for listening.